Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Therapy for Black Girls podcast is your space to explore mental health, personal development, and all of the small decisions we can make to become the best possible versions of ourselves. I'm your host, Dr. Joy Harden-Bradford, a licensed psychologist in Atlanta, Georgia, and I can't wait for you to join the conversation every Wednesday. Listen to the Therapy for Black Girls podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Take good care, and we'll see you there. Welcome to another episode of Eating While Broke. Today, I have a personal friend, executive producer of Wildin' Out, Nile Evans, here joining us, spilling the tea on what life was like uh, from the beginning all the way to executive producing of Wildin' Out. Today. today we're cooking eggs and toast uh old school uh broke classic for me you know i still eat it to this day but i love it and this was the the get through meal you know through all of my life yes and it's definitely affordable i think this whole meal out of pocket was exactly five dollars boom five and it definitely can last you a couple meals all day long i can eat this all day long i can eat it every meal breakfast breakfast for dinner yeah and Another note is that when we were talking about doing this show, I remember you talking about hacking the box tacos and all the shortcuts by just eating fast food. But this actually priced out to be cheaper than hacking the box. Yeah, it does. It does. You know, hacking the box, you got to, you know, they make it so you can go in there. Boom. 
get you two tacos for a dollar and you're good. But this requires you to have, you know, something to, to make it on. Uh, so I think hacking the box is, is on the go broke. Mm-hmm. This is in the house broke. All right, so walk us through the ingredients. All right, so you got your your toast, your semi-whole wheat toast, because you don't want the whole wheat grainy stuff. One, it's going to cost you too much. You know, you don't want to spend $4 for a loaf of uh, a grainy, nutty-ass bread. Yeah. So you get the, the almost wheat. Um, then we have our eggs, mm-hmm. you know, brown, free-range, I'm sure. We don't really care. They're just eggs. Hopefully yeah. there's not a, a baby chicken off in there. Yeah. Uh, so we're making balot. No. Uh, that's a Filipino joke. Anyway, so uh, we got our cheese. You know, it looks like it's prepackaged mixed. That's like the Mexican yeah. in the bag yep. cheese. Whatever cheese you rock with, whether it's, uh, you know, American, whether it's government, whether it's Monterey Jack, whatever, you, whatever you're rocking with, that's, you know, that requires you not to have to grate for an hour. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Um, any kind of green sauce. For me, if I, th- so the variation on this mm-hmm. is tacos. Mm-hmm. So if, let's say you don't have any bread. My household, we always have tortillas. Tortillas, throw a little grease in the pan, boom, crisp them up. And now you got egg tacos. So eggs from, on toast, eggs on taco. You're from the Bay, right? Actually, I'm originally from L.A. Oh, you are? I'm originally from L.A. L- how are you? I'm listen. I'm I'm old. I'm OG LA, which okay. which makes me almost Mexican. Okay. So um, <laughs> you know, hopefully, I'm not going to get canceled for saying that I'm almost Mexican. It's it's just a joke. Yeah. Uh, and so you know, uh, I I've lived around uh, Latino culture for a long time, and everywhere you go in LA is tacos. So mm-hmm. you know, nothing better than an egg taco if it's not going to be on toast. Okay. Yeah. So why don't you? Whip us up some breakfast. Cool. Essentially, that's what we're having. And I forgot the salt and pepper, so we're going to be... Wow. I don't know how I forgot. Wow, that. no seasoning, huh? No seasoning. That's what we're doing while okay. eating while broke. We're going to relax. That's broke eating right there <laughs> when there's no seasoning. <laughs> I okay. I know. So we're just doing an egg scramble. Can I get the tortilla since I've never had a tortilla? You want you want to rock with the tortilla? Yeah, I want to Let's do it. Do you have any grease? The butter? No. The... I mean, you don't really make tortillas okay, with butter. We it. can, though. I can do that yeah, because do we're it. broke. Do it. That's what we're going to do. Looking... But it's all good. You know, we, could pa- we could pause and we could get the oil for you. I mean, we'll get some oil. That would pepper. help. Would you want that? A seasoning? That could help, yeah, too. You know, we're going to take a quick break. You guys get your commercials during this break. <laughs> we're back from finding the salt, pepper, oil, and all the missing ingredients for Niles' cooking meal for today. All of a sudden, we have salt. We have salt yes, and pepper, which is salt. very embarrassing on yes. my part. So yes. while you whip up these eggs, yes. uh, and ironically, we are taping in the morning, so this is my second breakfast of the day, everybody. There we go. Um, but luckily, it's it's a breakfast that I'm accustomed to eating. Yeah. So right now, I'm I'm heating up the uh, I'm a, I'm gonna heat up this pan so that we can quickly fry these tortillas because it only takes a second to get them crisp. We're gonna, uh, yeah, we're gonna do that. While that's happening, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna whisk up some of these eggs. So, get a little crack on the eggs. And while you're doing that, I'm just curious, when we were talking about doing this episode, I know we went back and forth on what your meal was going to be. Yes. And uh, we talked about eating out, eating fast food, which I've done plenty of times. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and then we we ended up with this this was your main go-to what memories were you taking back to where this was your main go-to um this goes back to me and my mom living in uh south central la you know what i mean um that's where that's where i originally grew up um in the 80s and uh you know, she would always make breakfast for dinner. And I didn't know that it was because we didn't really have much. But we always had eggs. We always had some bread. So, you know, that's what we did. And so, you never got sick of it, clearly. No, nah, no. Nah, I could eat that I could eat that breakfast, lunch, and dinner all day, every day, till this day. Um, because it's a light meal. It's easy. You know what I mean? If you take out the toast, it's low carb. You know what I mean? Um, so you throw a little whisk. That's my whisk. Some people just do that. And I just, when they do it, I'm like, what are you doing? And I'm you don't like, add uh, milk and all the other stuff. I hate I mean, when people can. add that stuff. You I can. don't like it. No. Some people add, um, you know, sour cream to make them creamy. I, I saw that on a cooking show. And I was like, oh, that's how you make them fluffy like that. And they kind of clump up a little different. But I just go, I go right for this. But you got to you gotta throw a little salt in here. Mm-hmm. Some people do it after. I do it now. Little salt, little pepper. Mm-hmm. I usually like to use the ground pepper because I like the I like that peppery taste right there. Hit the whisk. Check over here. I feel like this is this is coming along right mm-hmm. here. Getting you don't throw the green sauce into the little mix. That's into after. This? That's after. Okay, that was who a dumb question. You, who, that was a dumb question. You want to put hot sauce I was just, I was in just the eggs. right there. Yeah, because you don't. You <laughs> must not cook. This isn't your thing. I don't use hot sauce. You don't. I don't use hot sauce. You don't use it ever. Ever, not really ever. No, I'm from New York though. I think that's just the L.A. thing. L.A. is the tacos and you the don't hot eat sauce. fried chicken. You don't put hot sauce no, on. No, no. Oh, you're, you're. I'll maybe put some honey on it. It's like Popeyes. Or Some honey. <laughs> what? Anyways, this That's isn't terrible. about me. It's so going to be about you how, in a minute. How, how do you go from South Central to executive producer of Wall and Out? Um, you uh, get out of South Central. You know, I think that's that was the main thing uh, was getting out of South Central. Uh, my mother in the eighties um, had uh, uh, you know I had an aunt that lived in the Bay Area. I went up there for, oh, you know, the summer to spend with my cousin. And it was just completely different. You know, I didn't have to worry about getting shot. I didn't have to worry about, you know, gangsters. Um, So my mother let me live up there for a little while. So I got out of the Bay, ended up going to school there, moved back and forth a little bit. Um, And then I went to college and, you know, when I was going to college, my uncle was doing the Jamie. He was doing the Jamie Foxx show mm-hmm. when I was in high school. He was doing in high school. He was doing Martin, and then he started. He created the Jamie Foxx show. So I was like, "Oh man, look what he's doing! I want to do that." Yeah. And so, would you go see him on set or something? Yeah, I would go down to the to the set of Martin and Jamie Foxx show, and then um, you know, I went to college for a couple of years, dropped out, um, and then. You know, he he said, yo, do you want to finish school? I said, nah. He's like, because I'll pay for you to finish school. I was like, nah. He says, well, you want to come work? I said, yeah. So I came down back to L.A. and um, started working on the Jamie Foxx show as a production assistant. Wow. Yeah. So How old were you then? I was, I don't know, 20. Wow. I think I was 20, something like that. And then... um, And what was your mom's thoughts when you were like, I'm going to drop out and... 
Well, it was a it was a financial thing, you know. It was a financial thing. So um I'm gonna need some other tools. Do you have any tongs? We don't need them. No. Okay, you don't have any tongs in the kitchen. Now, ironically, another mm. thing is, uh, <laughs> mm, interesting. We do. They're in the back. Boom. I've never fried a taco or fried anything. You've never fried. I've never even fried chicken. Cool. Boom. So, so this is all a learning. Then you bring another one in just to start it to save time. Just so you guys know, I just watched him put heated vegetable oil. Then he put the tortillas in and folded them like a taco. Boom. So this is going to happen really, really fast. So, boom. Now, will that make the shells crispy? A little bit, and that's what I like. So I've I like never seen this done in real life, ever. This is my first time. Now, if you notice what this looks like, it looks like that place we talked about that has 99 cents um, tacos, right? So it looks kind of similar, right? Oh, yeah, it does. Right. I can't believe I just learned how to make tacos. Yeah. Is your man from L.A.? No, he's from Detroit. Oh, that's why. Because that would probably be a requirement if he was from L.A. You know, it's like, oh, you don't make tacos? Oh, well, we're going to have a hard time being together in life. So he's from Detroit, so he doesn't really have taste for anything, right? Uh, I don't know. They have what do they eat in Detroit? They, they, Coney Island. It's Coney? like to me, it's like the yeah. gangster Denny's. Why does Detroit so, have Coney Island? Which is the I've never understood that. I never understood it, but all I know is that if you go on Instagram and you like type in Coney Island, right. you'll see so a lot your, of your deadly has crimes. A, he has a no. Coney Island <laughs> is a hot dog. No, that's in New York. No, Coney Island in Detroit is a hot dog place. No, I think it's like a Denny's. I'm not asking you. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, have you been to it? Yeah, I've been to Detroit but many serve, a time. They serve different things. Yeah, but at Coney Island, they they have the. It's called Coney Island because of the hot dog. Oh, I didn't know so that. So they serve the I hot thought, dog. I here. thought it was like Denny. It's called a Coney. I honestly look at you learning stuff on your show. I'm learning. Look That's at that. I'm How many tacos you want? I want two. You want two? Boom! I'm gonna go one more. I'm excited for these. I now officially know how to cook tacos. So you're on the Jamie Foxx show. I'm on the Jamie Foxx show. Um, my uncle says, yo, I got a call from Will Smith. He's got this kid and uh, he's super talented. Um, he wants to do a TV show with this guy. 16-year-old kid named Nick Cannon. We go see him do stand-up. He's amazing, brilliant, smart kid. Um, and uh, my uncle says, and and so me and me and Nick hit it off. We're two young guys. You know, Nick's 16, 16, 17 years old. I'm 20. You know what I mean? Um, so he's like, you know, I'm like big brother. And so, uh, you know, and I'm I'm always around because I work on the show while we're developing this thing. So we uh let me turn this off. So we get to what do I do with this? I don't know. We'll figure it out. All right, I'm turning that off and put that over here. Boom. Now we're going to start on these eggs. Now, if you want to get fancy, this is what you do. Hit that with a little salt while, while they're wow. still a little wet. Put a little extra flavor on Put salt on, on the tacos. Put, no, these are not the tacos. These are the tortillas. Tortillas. You are not from L.A. I am from New York all the way. I the taco doesn't happen until we, we didn't tacoed. Oh, okay. You know, so... 
for the I, sake I can't of time. Wait to touch these tortillas. It's going down. Trust me. So that's going to happen. I'm warming this up. I only fool with real butter. Yeah, you were very, very strict about it. I honestly have not, I didn't know there was such thing as real butter until you were like, I need real butter. It's got to be butter. It can't be spread. It can't be some sort of margarine or some sort of canola oil. Get down. No, not going to do it. That's real butter. That's be real butter. I want to taste the difference. Because I slather the butter on the bread. Like, I don't just go, oh, scrape. Like, I'm like corner to corner. We got to have this. And then I'm going to show you another little technique just to make it taste a little better on top of that. Let me get this warm. So back to, back to the story. Um, Nick is 16, 17. We are um, doing this project, working on this project. Nick and Will have some creative differences. You know, they split apart. But me and Nick, we remain friends. Later on in life, um, you know, a couple years later, he's doing drumline. He's got a record deal. He says, hey, man, I know you want to write, but I need somebody to come on the road with me. Um, and I'm like, yo, man, I'm a writer. Like, I don't want to, I'm trying to get on as a writer. He's like, look, here's the deal. Come on the road with me. We're going to travel the world. He says, give me like two years, and I promise you we'll, we'll cre- I'll create something, and we'll get on. How um, old was he then when he's saying all this to you? 20, he's at the time probably 21. Wow. He had just done Drumline, just got the record deal. He's No, maybe he's 23, I don't know. I can't remember, it's so long ago. So, uh, so, so you take the chance, you do it? So, I, you know, I had just got laid off of a job and he called literally the next day. And I was like, wow, that was, that was ironic. Yeah. Um, so I go on the road. I don't come home for a month, <laughs> you know. And what were you doing, like a, just a music tour? Kind of like road managing, okay. you know what I mean? It was like I was road manager, security, I was everything, <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like taking care of the schedule, making, and I was his stylist for a while. Like <laughs> I was doing a little bit of everything, but the dope part about it was, you know, you're traveling the world on someone else's dime yeah. with your friend. Yeah. Like he's not even paying for it, the record label's paying for yeah. it. So, you know, and that was the first place I ever made any real money. Like, I remember I came home and I had a check. I had, like, checks. I had, like, $40,000 of checks. And I was like, and I, like. How old were you then? I'm, 20, I don't know, 25, I'm 25, but I've never, I've never invoiced. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, like, invoice is weird. You, like, you send out this invoice for the first time. You're like, they're not going to pay me <laughs> this. yeah. And I was like, because I'm used to getting a little hourly rate somewhere. And I'm like, they're not going to pay me that. And the, and the, and the, the, the lady at the record label, um, Nikki Benjamin, she was like, I'll just do your invoice because I didn't know how to do an invoice. So she's doing the invoices and she's like, and so I'm just working and getting the clothes and doing all this stuff. And I come home and I got like $40,000 and I'm like, whoa, like this entertainment oh, money is real. Like this yeah. is crazy, right? Yeah. And so I, we were on the road for about two maybe two and a half years, and then um, I had a kid. And I told, I said, I'm not going to be on the road if I have a kid. So I came off the road. Well, before that, um, before that, you know, Nick uh, pitched the show Wild and Out. Well, he didn't pitch it, we went and shot it. Mm-hmm. So we went and shot a version of Wild and Out. 
and we went and um and you guys did it grassroots, right? You rented a club. You did a piece. Rented a club, much like what you're doing here. Rented a spot. Rented the, the comedy union. Uh, shout out to Enns Mitchell for, for letting us do that. Um, you know, we rented out the comedy union. He rented out the comedy union, and we shot a pilot. And we shot a, 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 a presentation pilot. Shot a full episode. Um, you know, it was, it, Loon was the... That's how long ago it was. Loon... Who was a bad boy artist was the um, you know was a special guest oh, on the wow. show. <laughs> you know Kevin Hart was a cast member. Uh -huh. That Just, was before Kevin was. He was yeah. He was the little yeah. short guy named Kevin. He wasn't Kevin Hart really. You know yeah. what I mean? So Kevin Hart was a cast member at the time, and he you know he was kind of still and he doing did the pilot favor. too, right? He did the pilot, and you know when we did when we did the second pilot, mm -hmm. so they gave us money to do a real pilot. By then, Soul Plane had hit, so he was a bigger name, right. and so we, so Kevin was our special guest for the pilot, which is super dope. Yeah, yeah. you know, just even as a story, it's just yeah. amazing. And so, yeah, he, uh, uh, we sent it to MTV, and they had ordered eight episodes, and we were on, and that was how it started. And you know, I, I, I came off the road. I was like, this is what I want to do. This is it, and that was my. That's when, like, that's when Dorian came on, mm -hmm. and so. And I met you guys right around that time. Right around I that remember time, because Nick had did a Celebrity High right when Wild and I had first came out. Yep. And you guys had, I think you guys had a, a office in the empty on the buying lot or somewhere. Yeah, we, I remember we going had going out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ready? Okay. Give me a beach. Beach. Give me great food. Tacos. Give me adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. Give me some smiles. Cheese. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Something that makes me crazy is when people say, well, I had this career before, but it was a waste. And that's where the perspective shift comes, that it's not a waste that everything you've done has built you to where you are now. This is She Pivots, the podcast where we explore the inspiring pivots women have made and dig deeper into the personal reasons behind them. Join me, Emily Tish sussman every Wednesday on She Pivots as I sit down with inspiring women like Misty Copeland, Brooke Shields, Vanessa Hudgens, and so many more. 
We dive into how these women made their pivot and their mindset shifts that happened as a result. It's a podcast about women, their stories, and how their pivot became their success. Listen to She Pivots on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Stephanie J. Block. And I'm Mary Lee Fairbanks. And we host Stages Podcast. Binge close to 100 episodes. Hear the inside stories from backstage and behind the scenes as we go beyond the resume and into the heart of creativity and what it really takes to be in the business of show business. Don't miss our chats with this season's Tony nominees. If you love theater and entertainment, you are going to love Stages Podcast. Subscribe to Stages Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts and visit us at stagespodcast.net. Imagine you ask two people the same exact set of seven questions. I'm Minnie Driver, and this was the idea I set out to explore in my podcast, Mini Questions. This year, we bring a whole new group of guests to answer the same seven questions, including actress and star of the mega-hit sitcom Friends, Courtney Cox. You can't go around it, so you just go through it. This is a roadblock. It's going to catch you down the road. Go through it. Deal with it. Comedian, writer, and star of the series Catastrophe, Rob Delaney. I shouldn't feel guilty about my son's death. He died of a brain tumor. It's part of what happens when your kid dies. Intellectually, you'll understand that it's not your fault, but you'll still feel guilty. Alt-rock icon, Liz Fair. That personal disaster wrote Guyville. So everything comes out of a dead end. And many, many more. Join me on season three of Mini Questions on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Seven questions, limitless answers. So back to this. I'm gonna I'm gonna probably drop these. I feel like it's warm enough. Yeah. Um, you know what? We might need we might need another egg. We Go ahead, fill us that. up. We might. Oh, I was about to do something all the way wrong. What? I was about to crack this over here because I'm not thinking because <laughs> I'm doing an interview at the same time. Multitask. Multitask. All right. So this is almost hot. So you want to get the pan nice and hot? You want to get it nice and hot because these are going to come off quick. It's not going to take long. So you like your eggs extra fluffy? Eh. You know, I just like them scrambled. Yeah. Boom. Some people like their eggs so fluffy it doesn't even look cooked. I'm one of those people. I like to know my eggs are cooked. Yeah. I mean, you know, it just depends on, you know, I, I don't like them. Um, I don't like them super hard and I don't like them, you know, um, I just like them. You'll see how I make them. Okay, yeah. There we go. I'm going to be the judge of this whole meal today. Boom. There it is. So we got tortillas, so we're ready for that. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, we got this cooking. We'll get these eggs going, which won't take too long. So you you went on the road with Nick. Yes. Okay. Then after the road, you you guys decide you're going to do the pilot for a while and out. It gets picked up. I can't imagine that there was no hiccups on the way. I mean, It was you just know, seamless. You didn't blow your 40 grand. There was... No, I mean, you know, I was at that point, I was kind of like, you know, I was still struggling. You know what I mean? I think the biggest hiccup, I would say, I wouldn't call it a hiccup, was... So I'm getting on the road money. So I'm getting money from being road manager. Now, when I go to, when I have a kid, I say, I'm not going to do the road. So about 40% of my income goes away. And now I have this show that could not, may or may not come back. 
So now I'm, I'm in risky time. I'm like, oh, I don't know if we're going to get a season two. Yeah, that's how I always think. I don't know if we're going to get a season two. What'd so, you do? Did you did you like save like a little? I mean, when, you, you, when you're you in do? entertainment, you have to save money. So you you might get a, a little chunk, but you got to save it and because you, you're not going to get a weekly check. So if you're not getting a weekly check, you might get a, a lump sum and you got to make that stretch until the next show or whatever else you're doing. So it's a risky time. So, you know, and I got a kid, you know what I mean? So it's, it's, it's definitely a risky time. So I'm going to put these off right here. While this is going, I am going to put this here. I'm going to drop said toast. Hopefully it's not too toasty and burns. So I'm going to, Lighten it up, make it light skin toast. Mm-hmm. Um, where where was I? You were talking about the stretching your money. Yeah. So yeah, you got to stretch your money. So there were times where you know I have a kid, and you know whether they're gonna do season two or not. I'm like, oh, okay, I got a little bit of money, but you know things are thin. Are you thinking backup plan, day job? Nah. Never nah. once. Nah, I, you know why? Because what I learned about trying to have a backup plan is you're not focused on the one thing. It's like, I'm doing production. I'm going to be a writer. I'm going to do something in this business. Like, if you have a backup plan, like, you're going to fall back on that. Yeah. I was like, this is, I'm all in. I got to do something. Like, there's no, oh, I'm going to work at FedEx, Taco Bell, duh, duh, whatever. Now. It's always good to have a side hustle. Yeah. But I think everyone should have a side hustle. But like you have candle crack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is I that a, a side? That's considered. A it side. is. It's, it's considered a side hustle. So you know, uh, I, I started a, a candle company. I I'm, was writing a book about a uh, hundred essential things that make you a grown ass man, mm-hmm. and um, that's the name of the book. And I, I'm, it's yet to be put out. But um, you know, in the book, I say every man should have candles in his house. Why? Because one, dudes' houses, you've been to a guy's house yeah. before. One, they don't always smell good. Mm-hmm. My Two, husband always kept candles, by the way. Right. That's how, he, <laughs> that's how he bagged you. So my thing is like this. What dude, when you walk in, has five candles lit? If a dude has five candles lit, it should just be like automatic. Like, oh, I want you to do for five. Oh, I got to give him some. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. like, what dude does that? Okay. And I was like, I want to be that what dude. Okay. That when they come into my house, they go, oh, it smells so fresh. Yeah. What does that tell a woman? Oh, I feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm comfortable. This is nice. The house is clean. It smells good. I, I can get just, comfortable. You just dropped major game right there. This, this, is, what it, this is what it's all about. Cool. Mm-hmm. Toast is ready. Mm-hmm. Light-skinned toast. Light-skinned. Okay. See, not burnt, light-skinned mm-hmm. toast. So, uh, so I started this. So, uh... You know, I used to buy candles, and candles were candles are expensive. Yeah, they are. And so I took a class and learned how to make them. A $60 class, I learned how to make them, and um, that was it. I posted the ones that I made on Instagram. It went crazy, and that was it. And I got some labels made and started a company. And that was, now you would say that's more of a hobby than a side hustle or? Both. It's a hobby that can make money. So it's a side hustle hobby. So I always feel like this. 
you should always do something that makes you happy. Mm-hmm. And if you can monetize that, that's even better. Mm-hmm. Like people go to work all the time and they hate their job. Yeah. Like these cameramen, they love what they do because mm-hmm. this is the business that they probably always wanted to be in. You're not a cameraman because you go, oh man, I couldn't find anything else. This is what you want to do. Either you want to direct or you want to do whatever. Now, I have to note on this eggs and toast, you go to the edge with the butter. You don't just- There's overhead cam. Show the overhead cam, all boom, that butter. to the edge. You don't just hit it, slap, boom. It's got to be moist on every corner because, you know, the corners and the edges are the parts that yeah, are that's more dry. Yeah, super dry. Well, we gonna wet them up. So you nice. hit them all the way to the corner so nice. that every bite is the right bite. I now, feel like if you ever made a sandwich, I would want to eat all your sandwiches. Let me tell you something, you would. So, <laughs> so, I want you to take that piece of toast. Mm-hmm. Thank Boom, you. that's your piece of toast. Mm-hmm. Now, this is what people don't know about seasoning. The butter is seasoned mm-hmm. because it has salt in it. Now, you want to give it a little extra? Oh my gosh. Now, you're going to make it taste better. Now, if you want to go for it, you go I'm for it. I'm good. That's enough salt for me. Cool. So, I'm about flavor, you know? Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to make these little egg tostadas. That's about the amount of egg that I like because I like to put a little fold off on it. Oh, I see what you're saying. You want to deal your eggs? No, or you, you, can, you can do it. Boom. I'm more excited about these tacos. Okay. So, we got enough for tacos too. So, okay. we're going to go to the tacos now. Grab your tortilla. Yes. Oh, I'll it is crispy. One. It is a little crispy. Okay, see? okay. That's how you get down. Boom. I like to taste the tortilla. I can take some of the egg off this toast and put it in my toast. Girl, am you I picking so, you? So much egg in my toast. It's just egg. You don't like eggs? No, I'm just saying I won't be able to fold the bread. You don't have to fold the bread. You can make a tostada. So that's about the right amount for me because I like to stretch them because I like the flavor of the tortilla. You're so, you're a big guy, so how many eggs do you have to eat to get full? Um, you know, the, the goal now, don't eat till you get full. And when you get older, you start learning, don't eat till you get full. That's how people get fat. That's why we're that's why Americans are so fat now. Because we, we're we're trained to eat till we get full. So what happens if you don't get full? You just Then you'll you'll live. <laughs> oh okay. You'll live. Okay. That's what'll happen. Okay. You'll live. Okay. If you eat till you're full every time, your, metabol- your metabolism slows down. That's what I learned at an older age. So I'm going for two tacos. I'm you want good. another one? You I'm good? good with the one. This cool. is enough. So, boom. Take the green sauce. Mm-hmm. Shake that. Got to shake it because sometimes, it, you know, vinegar starts separating. You got to do that. Now, you're not a salsa person, so you're not going to really delve in. Boom. Hit that. Hit that, bam. That's hot sauce though, right? Yeah, it's, it's hot sauce, but it ain't that hot. Boom, you hit that. Now, That's a lot. the less eggs you use, the more tacos you can it. make. Boom. Put it on the Get brush. off in there. So what are we going to jump into first? Are we going to jump into the... To the Let's go taco, tacos first. Boom. Tacos first? Tacos first. I'm Let's all excited it. about these. Let's do it. Here we go. All right. Boom. Cheers. Cheers. Bang. I'm around. Oh man, amazing. I'm gonna do this all the time. That's the game right there. And the longer you leave them in there, the crispier they get. Yeah, but you don't want them too hard. Now, 
You want to spice it up? Oh, yeah. We got cheese. Yeah. Oh, a little cheese on mm -hmm. there. I don't necessarily like to melt my cheese because it takes away from the flavor of the cheese. But I can eat these just like this all day. Yo, I think I see the value of the real butter. Yes. For real. It makes the eggs better, everything. It's delicious. I could eat this all day being broke. All day? All day. How much do tortillas cost? Two dollars, if that? Two dollars, if that. Eggs, boom. And you on. You so should be able to eat forever. I know we're limited on time. Mm. I have to ask. I see you post a lot on Instagram. You always posting super gems. Mm -hmm. um, what are some gems you could leave people that are trying to get into the entertainment business? Um, what's the, let's see, a good gem. Um, you got to want it. Mm -hmm. You got to be able to take failure. Mm -hmm. You got to be able to bounce back off of failure. The, the hard part about now is you got all these Instagrammers and you don't have to audition to get on the internet. Mm -hmm. You're just, you're on. No. But you're also competing against a lot of people. So what? If you make a lane, no one's really competing with you. Yeah. No one's taking away from you. No yeah. one's taking your job. When you have to audition, you have to audition for that job. Yeah. You're not auditioning to be the funniest cook person. Mm -mm. We can have a thousand cook people on Instagram. Yeah. So there's a lane for everybody. But a lot of these people, they see instant fame and then they go, oh, I got to come to Hollywood and they're going to tell me no? Mm -hmm. I got to audition? Yeah. Half of these Instagrammers, they won't come audition for nothing. You don't ever see them audition on. for a while and out? They do. They'll audition once, but they won't come back because oh. they're like, I'm on over here. Mm -hmm. I don't need that. Mm -hmm. And I go, all right, maybe you do, maybe you don't. Yeah. But... It just depends on what kind of star you want to be. Yeah. Most Instagrammers don't become movie stars or like right mm -hmm. off the bat. You yeah. got to come through TV. Yeah. But I also think the digital platforms are just as hard because when you get the influencers in here, they work, they work a crazy amount of hours just to get the get the results that they get. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's it's all a grind. It's all a grind. It's it's the grind you're willing to put up. But what people nowadays don't want rejection. Mm -hmm. They don't want to hear no. Mm-hmm. They don't want to have to get up and try again because uh -huh. it's too easy for them. They just go, you know what? I got a, a phone plan. I'm on. Mm -hmm. Now I just got to do something stupid enough or funny enough to build a following. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. but and then get a check from it, hopefully. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But when you go to TV, you go do a movie, you're going to get paid. <laughs> yeah. That's the difference. Between, yeah, yeah, that's true. And you know what? When you get on TV. Mm hmm then people will follow you. That's true. That's true. That's true. That's how it works. That's true. In regards to your book, what inspired you to do the book, The Hundred? What is it, The Hundred? It's a hundred essential things that make you a grown man. I went to a friend of mine's house, and uh, I was like, yo, man, it's hot in here. Can I get some water? Mm -hmm. And he did exactly what you did. He served me water in a mug. And I said, this is a ceramic thing that's for heat. This is yeah, no, supposed to be coffee. This, this is what goes in here, not cold-ass water. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what is that? What is that? Avion? I don't know. No, I agree uh, with you. I would be so disgusted if someone served me so water in a cup. Like what that. I noticed about some of my friends were 
Either they didn't grow up with a dad mm -hmm. or they didn't grow up with a dope uncle or somebody to tell them like, yo, man, take the posters off your wall. You're 30. Yeah. You know, and so I started writing this book about like etiquette and yeah. things that men should do. Like, you know, make sure there's candles in your house. Yeah. Make sure you have a box of a variety pack of, you know, feminine products in your bathroom. What if she spends the night and forgets? Do you want to go get them? Or if you go, yo, there's some stuff down there for you if you need it. Wow. Like, that's game. Yeah. Make sure you have hand towels so that people can wash their hands. Like, the simple things that women would go, oh, most dudes don't do this. Yeah. Don't be, have two suits. You know what I mean? Like, to me, this is just a personal thing. I don't, I'm not drinking a cocktail through a straw. Because what do I look like doing this? Well, you're club. a man, yeah. <laughs> no. I don't wear lip gloss. Yeah. And not, you know, shout out to people who, you know, men that do wear lip gloss, mm -hmm. it's all good. Mm -hmm. And maybe you need to do that, but I don't I don't want to be like this. No. So what's your name? No. That's just not how I present myself. I, I present as masculine. Yeah, yeah. So that's who I'm going to be. And I think that that's okay in a world where it's yeah. sometimes not okay to be a masculine. I think that book is such a dope book and there's such a huge need for it. I didn't even know about it until you just mentioned yeah. it. When will it be out? Well, now, because I've had to talk about it now, the pressure is on. <laughs> yeah, the pressure is up. on. Yeah. yeah, so it's done. I just have to format it mm -hmm. and, and just put it out there. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, so, and you probably could get it where? On like Amazon or something? Yeah, wherever I drop it. Wherever I don't know it. if I'm going to go to my agency and mm -hmm. try to do it through them or if I'm going to do it through, um, you know, Independent. And as an executive producer, you have an agency? Yeah. Really? You have your own agent? Yeah, I'm with ICM. That. I didn't know that's how it I know, it I'm with Charlemagne's agent. I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah. What? What do you think? Huh? You're, you're just, just actors or I, talent? Yeah, I, we didn't I, even I, eat your toast. No, because all I cared about was the tacos. You're so juicy. This is good. Look at that. Mmm. You can taste the difference between real butter. Butter's the guy. I'm never, ever eating fake mm -hmm. butter again. Mm -hmm. For That's our listeners, guy. just so you know, you know when you go to a restaurant and you want to eat all the butter and slather it on the toast real thick, and you don't know the difference between that butter and the butter at your house? I think it's this. They use real butter. Real butter. Real, real butter. Real butter. Yep. That's why I always want to eat it when I'm out. Mm-hmm. Anyways, mm. thank you for another great episode of Eating While Broke. Taking time out your busy schedule. I know you have to go to... Where you got to go after this? I got to do a um, Martin reunion call. Look at that. A Martin reunion call. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. Anytime. All right. I got you. I'm going to finish it, though. All right. And then for our listeners, if you have a broke dish, please feel free to DM uh, Instagram Eating While Broke at Eating While Broke or with Colleen. We'd love to hear some of your Eating While Broke stories. Peace out. Adventure. Hiking. Give me a date night. Sunset cruise. 
Give me some smiles. Beach. Give me more beaches. Beaches. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. Got my PrevNAR 20 shot. It's a pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. For us wise folks, it helps protect. I'm 19, strong. And asthmatic and at higher risk. Get vaccinated. But, but nothing when grandma speaks. Grandson listens. 19 or older with chronic conditions like asthma, diabetes, or chronic heart disease, or 65 plus, you may be at higher risk for pneumococcal pneumonia. Prevnar 20 can help protect you with just one dose. Prevnar 20 is approved for adults to help prevent infections from 20 strains of the bacteria that cause pneumococcal pneumonia. Continued approval may depend on a supportive study. Don't get Prevnar 20 if you've had a severe allergic reaction to the vaccine or its ingredients. Adults with weakened immune systems may have a lower response to the vaccine. Side effects include pain and swelling at the injection site, fatigue, headache, muscle, and joint pain. For full prescribing information, please call 1-855-213-2138 or visit Prevnar20.com. Ask your doctor or pharmacist about getting vaccinated with Prevnar20, even if you've already received another pneumococcal pneumonia vaccine. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi there, I'm Bob Pittman, Chairman and CEO of iHeartMedia. I'm excited to announce a new season of my podcast, Math & Magic, Stories from the Frontiers of Marketing. Our guests this season show us big risk can yield big rewards, like Rob Riley, the creative head of one of the world's leading advertising firms. I try to create environments where anybody can say anything without any judgment. Listen to a brand new season of Math & Magic on our very own iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcast.